Matuszewski bringing you another compilation style episode. So these four episodes definitely look at the bigger picture. Uh, we go back to episode 438 where I talk about mental health and how that should be your number one priority. And then we go to episode 437 titled Don't Speak Like That. I think a lot of people negatively talk about themselves, especially when it comes to their health. And we need to stop doing that. That's going to be our number one goal and priority is to stop speaking negatively towards ourselves. We must start speaking positively so we can actually see success. And then we're going to go to episode 441, asking the big question, are you actually giving your 100% to your health? I don't think a lot of people can actually say that they're giving their 100%. So this episode is definitely going to open your eyes and ears a little bit and then lastly episode 443 stop focusing on the small things too many people get caught up in the minutia of information out there fitness and health is not complicated it's simple you move you eat like an adult and you repeat for the end of your life so let's get right into this compilation episode here we go What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm excited to chat with you guys today because we're going to, again, kind of take that step back into the direction of weight loss, fat loss, and all the things that contribute to finally seeing success because I kind of went on a long tangent on training, which, again, relates to weight loss, but I want to get into more kind of specific topics. But before we get into that, um, I'm super excited because today I just sent in all my artwork for my ebook um, slash maybe physical copy of a book. Haven't figured out what I'm going to do with that just yet, but uh, by tomorrow I will have in my hands or in my possession my first well, first draft of my cover for my book. And I'm going to release it later this week to get everyone on a pre-sale list. So I did this two years ago for my first book. And essentially the people on the pre-sale list will get my book earlier than anyone. And will have an added discount to it before anybody else. So I am very excited about that. And if those people who have you know maybe just followed me... They kind of know that I already wrote a book, but haven't, um, you know, picked up your copy yet. Um, this upcoming weekend, June 12th, I'm having a huge, huge sale for the Ironclad Body Training System Volume 1. And I am super excited to give that out for such a cheap price and, you know, do you need to um, get it before my other book? I would suggest so, only because the program in there, because the whole you know book is based on a program, and if you followed it, you're probably looking for that kind of a next step. And that's what volume two is, is that next step along with a lot more information and a lot more goodies that I did not put in the first one. So. I would highly recommend it. Do you need to? No, but it would be a good idea. Um, so stay tuned for more updates for that this week. Um, 
So today what we're going to talk about is mental health because um, a couple weeks ago a friend of mine reached out to um, do a little video on the importance of mental health and that sort of got, got me kind of thinking about why is mental health so important when it comes to weight loss and <coughs> excuse me like a dryness in my throat um, why is it so important when it comes to um, weight loss so I look at you know mental health is kind of the first pillar of our health because without it all the other pillars kind of collapse because this first pillar is the strongest it's the foundation and it keeps all that shit together so an example of this is like if you're not truly like how would I say it um you know, churning the wheels as everyone is around you properly, then all the other facets in life tend to kind of deteriorate or fall apart. So, you know, say you're dealing with whatever it is you're dealing with in life, and, you know, fitness and health has always been one of those things that you've been struggling with for so long, and you want to finally get past it you want to finally see success i'm going to be the first one to tell you that it's probably not going to happen if you don't deal with your mental health first whatever you're going through by adding the stress and pressure of health and fitness is probably not going to help you mentally or you know get you through any kind of major goal and you know it sounds kind of backwards because yeah exercise does help your mental health but if you're truly going through something let it be depression anxiety um, suicidal thoughts um, going through a lot of life stresses you adding this whole other thing to your life you don't have the mental capacity to take that on at 100 percent like really think about that like if you are dealing with depression like a really tough tough depression where you physically don't want to get out of bed because you're like what's the point how are you going to motivate yourself to be like all right breakfast i'm gonna eat i'm gonna get my workout later in i'm gonna go to sleep early i'm gonna meal prep like it's probably not gonna happen and i can guarantee that because of this pandemic, so many of our people around the world have dealt with some sort of mental health issue. I went through a shit ton of stuff this past year and a half, and only today is where I feel like I'm starting to kind of get my shit together, you know? And a lot of it was because my entire world was disrupted. You know, I tried my best to keep up with whatever was going on. I, I kept, you know, trying to tread water, keep my head above. But a lot of it was just a lot. Just, fuck, it was a lot. And my heart goes out to everyone else out there. Because, like, you know, what I feel is, you know, my thing. But what you feel is so much more different. And if I could, like, literally take my inside and go into someone else's body to feel what they're feeling, holy fuck, it'd probably be a lot worse than what I dealt with, right? So, you know, everyone that's listening or watching, like, just know that 
what you're going through is valid. It is a struggle, and if anyone discredits that, like, fuck them. Like, you're dealing with your own shit, and, you know, every day is just another opportunity to pick at that dead scab. And I always use this um, analogy because, you know, Winston Churchill is um, an idol of mine. Like, I admire his courage and bravery and tactical skill and everything that he did. And he, like, back in the day, would talk about his struggle with depression. Like, the dude was a world leader, this powerful, strong guy. And back in the day where men would never, ever share any kind of feelings or anything like that, straight up was like fucking dealing with depression. And he had the saying that depression is kind of like a black dog following you down an alley. And you know it's there. And it never seems to slow down. It's just right there, ready to pounce on you. You have that, like, anxiety feeling that it's, like, right behind your shoulder. And anything that can trigger that dog to come attack you is going to happen. And I thought that was, like, the most best way to describe depression and anxiety. So knowing that feeling, knowing that scenario is probably crippling a lot of people right now, maybe six months ago or wherever it was where you finally got over it that's really tough to you know deal with when you may have the expectation that you know last year was the year that you were supposed to get healthy this year was supposed to be better because it's not 2020 anymore and it still hasn't happened and you're like what the fuck's going on and then maybe you're you know throwing that because of these restrictions of where I am is the reason why I'm not successful. Or if I had this, maybe it would be a little bit better. Like, it's not your fault. It's literally what this pandemic has done to us. It has literally pushed us into a fucking corner and is not letting up. But we need to find it within ourselves to have that urge, that passion that feeling that you know what sure all this shit is a lot but I want to get fucking through it and I think that's what really helped me during this whole pandemic is that you know my whole environment my entire world was turned upside down and as much as I was backed into a corner the only thing that kept me going was you know I just have to deal with it because eventually this moment will pass you know, like pain will pass and, you know, people fighting with depression or any kind of mental health stuff comes in waves, right? And I would almost compare mental health stuff like depression, a wave like motivation, right? Motivation's not, it, it, it actually, motivation's a feeling. And I've spoken about this on my podcast before. It's a feeling, just like happiness or sadness, just like being sad. It's physically impossible to be sad every single day. Like, not like there's going to be other emotions, just like happiness. You can't be happy every single day. So motivation is the same thing. You can't feel motivated every single day. It's a wave. 
just like depression. But the worst thing is when those waves sync up, depression, anxiety, whatever it is, with your motivation. And then there's like no end in sight. I just remember when the pandemic hit, when gyms closed, and sure I had access to it, but I literally had no motivation to um, do anything. Like I didn't even touch a barbell or a kettlebell or anything. And I just remember that, you know, when I came home, I was like, I just need to move my body. So whatever that was, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it was, I just tried to build a habit of always like moving. And I'm like, I know it's not perfect. I know it's not going to shred me up. Like I'm not going to gain muscle or anything, but it was more so just to build that habit around moving so I didn't lose it. And I know a lot of people that may finally got a rhythm in the gym, the pandemic hit, and then everything fell through. You know, seeing firsthand, sorry, that was super loud. Seeing firsthand um, the gym where I'm at reopen and not seeing familiar faces anymore and like sure there's probably like the whole like oh i don't know if gyms are safe whatever it is they are um i totally get it but you know there's still going to be that population where you know gyms reopen and you're like okay i'm going to come back and a lot of those people that were super um regular coming in every single day they're not there anymore you know and i wouldn't be surprised that because of the pandemic cause some mental health stuff that is not making you feel like fitness and health is going to be a priority and this is where we're going to circle back to my whole first thing how you know if you're not right mentally you haven't paid attention to your needs mentally then your physical component of your body is not going to thrive at all like at all right and throw in the rest of your family you know i've seen clients that tell me like bless their hearts that they kept going with me because this like i was not right like i i felt bad for my clients because you know having conversations with them on a daily basis whether online in person and like usually i'm really empathetic a lot of times when they would talk to me about whatever it is, uh, it's, I wasn't having it. You know, I'd be the first to admit that I could care less. And it was so strange to me. Like, that hurt me to the core that I was at a point where I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's, like, messed up, right? And I couldn't give my 100%. Like, I was trying my best. It was just, there was, like, this shadow of weight on me that it just I couldn't do it so you know I was feeling that way so now throwing these clients that have a family kids loved ones that may be at high risk because of COVID now you're working at home your kids are home and you have all these extra layered you know parts that are moving that now you need to pay more attention to and you feel like the world's already upside down and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And then on top of that, you're like, I need to like be healthy. I need to work out. I need to lose weight because I'm a 
whatever it is word you want to insert of how terrible you are and you add all that shit together and like there's there, there, like there's obviously like big giant red flags why I did not see success in 2020 and even to this date because now we're slowly reopening things right it's it's been really 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 tough for a lot of people I understand so I think if you truly want to turn around 2021 is you need to focus on your mental health and the biggest thing that I did um, this year was see a counselor I've always wanted to and you know that on my podcast I've sp- spoken about um, mental health for a long time and I've said that I really want to find a counselor but it's been really difficult to find a good one and I was fortunate enough to do to find one and it worked really really well um, but I think I'm one of those people like this is what I've learned on my journey with mental health is that depending on what kind of person you are um, will determine like how much therapy you would need because for me I had to get to my like tipping point of like how much shit I can deal with like I had a lot of stuff going on to a point where I had like a panic attack like I've never experienced something like that where I just couldn't take on what was surrounding in my life like I was like holy fuck what is going on and that was when I like had to go see somebody and funny enough like on that night where fucking shit hit the fan the next day is when I had my first counseling appointment and I just like poured out all my shit and then my you know follow up a couple weeks after I was like yeah I kind of like dealt with all that shit felt better here's one more thing that's been with me forever got validated felt great and that's all I needed you know sure there's other like little things but I feel like all those big rocks that were kind of stopping me has kind of moved away right but that's this that's just me there's some people that need to go like every single week just to like work their shit out because maybe they don't have the support system at home and I think that's the most important thing is like a lot of people don't want to talk about mental health you know most of the time when people want to express their feelings to their partner or their closest friend maybe that friend or partner just they don't give a fuck or they're listening but not really listening or they're the person that's always trying to fix things like people need to start talking about this because it influences so much right if your mental health is not there your relationships are not going to be there if your mental health is not there your physical health is not going to be there right so i think like i said earlier the best way to attack fitness and health in 2021 is to work on your mental health and you know things that health have helped me so much this year has been literally going outside for walks with my dog without my phone and no music, no nothing, and just being alone with my thoughts has helped tremendously. Spending more time with my wife, just like hanging out, cuddling, and talking about fucking Disneyland because 
things are reopening and like it's June and I'm so excited for my trip in November and I can see how much this you know um, pandemic has caused damage on people's lives because I remember when I posted about I just booked my hotel for Disneyland in November I was like hopefully this COVID shit doesn't ruin it and it was interesting like a lot of people were like oh I don't know like that's probably not gonna happen and then I had like two people were like oh that's awesome like congratulations so happy for you like I actually booked a trip in December but I was like so surprised to see so many people negative that I tried to do something for myself to get more happiness for my mental health. Like they literally saw like, oh, this person's trying to be happier. No, that's not gonna happen because I'm not happy. I'm not gonna let other people be happy then. That's at the, that, this is the point we're at right now. Because of this pandemic that has caused so much damage in our life, especially in our mental health, when we see other people trying to be happy, we have to take them down a peg or two. Now that's fucked up. That is fucked up. So we need it more than ever right now, working on our mental health, being by ourselves just with our own thoughts, like how I go on my walks is huge, huge. It's going to help movement. You know, if you are struggling right now with exercise because of your mental health, just moving your body or just getting in the habit of like, I'm going to go for a walk, I'm going to foam roll, I'm going to do arm circles every day for five minutes, I don't know, something to get things moving is going to help quite a bit. And again, if you want to attack your mental health and do some like real good, go seek professional help. <clears throat> get the throat thing but um, I think that's where I want to end it because I can talk about this forever um, it's good I think this was a good 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 episode I'm really happy the way it turned out even though my throat is like super <clears throat> super super dry right now but that's it for me you guys thank you so much for listening if you have any questions feel free to reach out Hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram. Um, keep an eye out for my book. Super excited. And share this podcast with your friends and family. Um, five-star review on Google Play or Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Um, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be super helpful. And also share my YouTube page because uh, I have a lot of great content there. And that's it for me, you guys. Until next time. What's up, my podcast listener? It's your host, Rafael Matuszewski. It's a Wednesday morning. It's bright. It's beautiful. I'm about to crush the day. I hope you guys are about to crush the day. So I'm excited to chat with you today. Even though we're not really chatting, it's just me having like verbal diarrhea as you listen to me ramble about fitness stuff. Um... I kind of want to dive into body image because as much as we would like to think and hope that we don't deal with any kind of body image issues, 
we fucking do. And let me tell you, there hasn't been a time, and I would say the majority of people who are at least um, aware that, you know, their goal in fitness and health, like they've taken the plunge to finally um, put their health in order and, you know, start exercising, eating better, and so forth. With that, it comes with some baggage, meaning every time you look in the mirror, you're criticizing yourself. You are inspecting from head to toe of what's wrong with you and how you want to change the size of this thing and that thing and lose fat and tighten up here and blah, blah, blah. The list can go on. And then it becomes a ritual, like every morning or whenever you do your head-to-toe checklist of everything that's wrong and things that you hate about your body and hate how it looks a certain way. And again, the list can go on. I think we're all guilty of having that experience and seeing nasty things to ourselves. So where I'm going with this is I'm curious to ask to you guys and ask yourself this. At what point in your life did you allow yourself to speak like that about yourself? Like, really think about it. At what point where you're like, you know what? Saying that the fat surrounding my stomach is disgusting and I can't believe that I look this way. I can't believe that this fat underneath my arm is jiggling like it's fucking gross. I can't believe it. At what point did you subconsciously agree to yourself that speaking that way about your like own body, your yourself, you as a human being is okay? And it's really it's a it's an interesting question because I think for the most part no one can really answer it. It's one of those questions that kind of wakes you up and goes, oh shit, why am I like that to myself? Why do I have the need to put myself down? So now imagine Sally Sue, all excited and motivated to start her fitness journey, starts every day by looking in the mirror and putting herself down a peg or two every fucking day. No wonder people lose motivation when they negatively speak about themselves. So at that point, you don't really have anything else to go off of other than I need to lose weight because I'm disgusting. It almost becomes a punishment. An exercise is not a punishment. It's a celebration of what your body can do. You know? Like, that's how I look at exercise. Like, when I coach clients, see patients, and I work with them, and we're working on an exercise, it's literally showcasing what your body's capable of. Like, you doing a squat, like, that's a beautiful thing. Like, you doing a glute bridge, you doing your rehab exercise, like, that is a beautiful thing, and we need to celebrate it. 
but having this mindset of allowing ourselves to speak negatively about ourselves constantly feeds into this like dumpster fire bullshit and it switches something in your head where it now associates like negativity with exercise but that's not how we should look at exercise or how we should use it so I want you to guys to really dig deep and ask yourselves why are you speaking to yourself that way we all have those conversations and you know you can see this like everyone just judges each other all the fucking time you can see it all the time if you go people watch and look at one person and someone walks past them that person is checking them out head to toe and then placing some sort of value on them based on how they look and what they wear so if you're already like judgmental to other people because we all are like there's nobody perfect you strive to be a better person but i think i know you know what i'm talking about but um I think the hardest critic and the way our brain works, especially in the fitness and health industry, is that we judge ourselves the harshest. And then we end up with no self-worth. Like, you're fucking worth it. You listening right now, you watching, whatever it is, you're fucking worth it. You're enough, you know? And I think we need to start changing the conversation with ourselves and especially with ourselves in front of the mirror there's nothing wrong with like you know seeing if you have any progress but even then that that, it doesn't really work because our brains and eyes have a really good mechanism of adjusting to things so if you lost 10 pounds over a span of a month you checking yourself in the mirror every day, you're not going to see that change because your eyes and brain adjust to how you change physically. Like, you won't see any kind of change. That's why, like, you hear the story a lot where someone loses 10 or 20 pounds and then they meet up with somebody they haven't seen for, like, a month or three months or whatever it is, and they're like, holy shit, you lost weight. And then you're like, oh, no, I don't... A little bit, I don't think... But it's like, no, that person hasn't seen you. Their eyes haven't adapted to the change. So this whole concept of like, I'm going to look in the mirror every single day to make sure that I'm losing fat doesn't really work. It's just giving you the platform to tear yourself down. What you should do instead is like, when you start your journey, take a photo of you from the front, the side, and the back. Store away those photos, lock them up, and then in 30 days, do the same thing. You're going to see changes in those photos. Not looking at the mirror every single day. Same goes with the scale. Like, why the fuck are people stepping on scale still? And I've said this on my show before. Like, there hasn't been a time on this planet that when someone stepped on the scale, they were so fucking psyched that the number that popped up, they were like, yes, mmm loving it no that's never happened other than maybe like a ufc fighter trying to make weight for a fight that's probably the only time plus 
stepping on a scale is a, a snapshot of what's happening right there and then. You know, I tell people that your weight can fluctuate throughout the day from like four to seven pounds, depending on what's going on with you. And then if you're a female, you have your menstrual cycle on top of that. That really fucks everything up on a scale, right? Or last night, you decided to go fancy and make like spaghetti and ate a lot of carbs. And then on top of that, ate like half a loaf of garlic bread. And then you step on a scale this morning, you're like, holy fuck, six pounds. How did I gain six pounds? It's like, well, science. Because every single gram of carb in your body holds on to two grams of water. That's why everyone's like, oh, if I need to lose weight, I'll just cut carbs and I'm good to go. Well, it's like you're not really doing anything other than really, like, losing water weight. But anyway, I'm kind of going on a tangent on stupid shit. But the moral of the story here and the key to this episode is to have more positive conversations with yourself. Like, if you can't step away from checking yourself on the mirror or whatever it is, at least tell yourself that, hey, this is my starting point. It can only get better from here. If I do an extra walk with my dog today, I'm one step closer to my goal. If I prep a meal tonight for tomorrow's lunch, I'm one step closer to my goal. And the more you can kind of reinforce to yourself, like, think about it. Anytime someone speaks highly of you or compliments you, you fucking feel amazing. Why can't you do that to yourself? Right? I brought this up on my show before. The reason why Kobe Bryant was so good in the league, he literally said it's because he told himself that he was. He said that every fucking day he told himself that he was the best in the league and no one could touch him. He said that having that mental, like, pep talk anytime you went into a game made him have that confidence that if he was playing against other really freaking talented players, he still had the advantage. So imagine if you start telling yourself that you're not fat and disgusting, this part of my body's not gross, you change it just a little bit like, hey, this part of my body just needs a little bit of work, but... You know, when I go to the gym today, I'm going to do an extra set of squats or face pulls, whatever it is. Like, it's so small, but those small little things add up to a large, large dividend. So, I'm going to leave it at that because I feel like I'm going to be ranting for like an hour. And I'm almost at work. And I'm, I need to get into work mode, but thank you guys for listening. You guys are amazing. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. Hit the show notes to do that. Um, give me a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to my show. And stay tuned for some more updates on my book. I am powering through a lot of videos for it. And I'm super excited to share it. I'm getting the um, book cover made right now. So I'll be posting really soon um, a link for the pre-sale list. So keep your eyes and ears open. That's it from you guys. Until next time. What's up, my podcast listeners? It's your host, 
Profound Matuszewski, and I'm pumped because it's a Wednesday, my dudes. Hopefully someone knows that reference. Um, and I don't have a migraine, so I'm excited. Last Wednesday and Thursday, I had this like prolonged migraine that I was fighting. And when I get migraines, I've brought this up on my show before, I'm just like completely just done. But anyway, um, it's sunny, hot. It's a rare thing here in Vancouver. So I'm in a good mood. And you know, I released my ebook cover a couple days ago, and a lot of people were pumped and excited for me. People have been putting their names down for the pre-sale list. So if you're one of those people who did not, um, I'm gonna link a link in my show notes of this episode um, to put your name down for the pre-sale list. So when I am ready to release my ebook, you get first dibs and access to my book before anyone else. Um, so let's get into the topic of the show. So since I am kind of getting back into the topic of just like strictly weight loss and fat loss and things like that, um, I want to take a moment to ask you guys a serious question because I think a lot of times when people fall into like alright I want to lose weight like this year is going to be my year or next month I'm going to start my fitness and diet regimen and I'm going to be super consistent and whatever a question that we need to ask ourselves to like truly truly be ready is as you start the process that you've mentally made that choice that you are going to go down this path and give it your all after the first week is done ask yourself did I put a hundred percent effort in each day like at what like out of 10 10 being like you crushed each day on your training your food and everything out of 10 where are you at and I think when we take this time to actually reflect it kind of exposes a lot of truth um, if we're actually in the mindset of actually seeing success because you know it's really easy to say like oh I'm going to finally see success in the fitness and health department I'm going to work out every day I'm going to meal prep I'm going to do X, Y, and Z but when it actually happens when you're trying to put the effort in most of us don't put 100% effort in it may be 60% but we don't know that and we expect 100% of a return which makes no sense you know like it's equivalent to you studying for a test but rather than you know studying every single night for four hours you do like an hour three times in the week and then you think that that's going to give you an A like that doesn't make sense you know so I think what we need to do to actually see the success that we're hoping for is at the end of each week take a second to reflect like okay 
Monday through Saturday, did I exercise? Did I exercise long enough? Did I get all my sets in? Did I go for that walk that I wanted to go for on my off day? Did I actually stretch and do mobility? Did I wake up earlier like I wanted to so I could fit in my workout? Did I eat all my meals that I meal prepped? Did I meal prep? Like all these questions and give yourself like, you know, a little tick or a check mark and count how many of those you got out of all the things that you listed. And guaranteed there is probably things that you're missing and this is what people need. People think they're doing a lot more than they actually are. It's kind of like how I brought before on my show that like when I ask clients like, how's your diet? Like, how does your eating look like? And everyone says, oh, I eat pretty good. But that's a generic thing that you're, you actually don't eat well. The fact that you're struggling with weight loss means that you're not eating well enough or as well as you think, right? Like this is the thing that you need to really pinpoint and take the time to figure that shit out. So what we need to do is actually take the time to, you know, review our efforts, right? It's kind of like when I create a workout routine for a client, I have it on an app where I get every client to track their reps, their weights, and their sets. And if you don't have a clear workout plan, like even if you put the minimum effort of like literally writing a workout plan on a piece of paper, at least you have something to follow compared to what most people do is just go into the gym and kind of hope for the best or follow a exercise class or what their friend's doing. But if you don't actually write down your reps, your sets, your like whatever you did, any kind of notes of how you felt that day, like you're not actually putting 100% effort in, right? And I think this is why so many people end up being um, disappointed with their progress. They think they're putting all this effort in and then they get frustrated. They're like, I'm not getting better. I'm not losing weight. This is not working. I need to like find something else and they give up. But really it's on you, right? Like majority of what you try to do with fitness and health, if you don't see the result you're looking for, it's literally your fault. And I know that's harsh to say, but you need to understand that you need some sort of accountability in order to see the success you are. Sure, there's so many other factors out there that influence your success, but, but, majority of it is on you like it's on you that you decided to go home early rather than go to the gym and actually today was a good example I finished work late because I spent some extra time with my last patient because I wanted to do a thorough assessment and I usually work out during that time and I was like, you know what, I'll just work out after. I went overtime and I'm like, shit, I don't have enough time, whatever, I'm gonna fit it in. But I was close to just being like, you know what, I'm just gonna go home, because it's easier. We like to get to the easy things faster than something that's hard, right? 
even when we try to put in some effort on something hard, we rather do easy. Because even when I train clients in person and we're working through our sets and we get to that third set and the client goes, so that's it, right? We're not doing a fourth set. I'm like, no, yes, we're doing a fucking fourth set, right? So even in those situations where you have someone in front of you, you're literally asking me if they can just do the minimum. And sure, yes, there are times where you should do the minimum, maybe even a little less to recover, whatever it is. But in majority of the um, situations, you want to do that little extra bit because that extra little bit is going to count big time um, long term, right? Little things add up a lot. So you need to put in a little bit more effort than you are right now. Like, be real with yourself. If you ask yourself, are you giving 100% to your fitness and health? You're most likely gonna say no. Like, you've stretched every single option. Like, you're at your brim of how much shit you can take on. And, you know, you going to the gym one day a week and just eating as much, like, as well as possible is your, like, main focus then yes, you are doing enough. But if you dedicated like two to three times a day to the gym and try to meal prep every day and you're like half-assing it and then you're getting mad at the world that you're not seeing the result, like, come on. Come on. You can do better. But the only way to find that out is taking that time to reflect if you're actually giving 100%. Like grade yourself, like every single day out of 100%, give you a percentage of your success. And sure, there's gonna be days where you're gonna be like 23% because your kid was up all night, you had three hours of sleep, you forgot to make your meals the day before and you're all over the place. Sure, that's a fail. But give yourself some grace on those kind of days. But if you had a day where you felt like, yeah, I'm gonna go home instead of go to the gym, I'm gonna order something in because it'll be a little bit faster than me going home and spending an hour to cook, whatever it is. Yeah, maybe that's a 50% day. Maybe a 40% day. See if you can actually get to those 100% days where you fucking nail it. Because those are the days that make a difference. And you can physically see. And I would love for people to use one of those big ass calendars that they can place in a room that they see every day to physically see where you're at on a daily basis. And then on a monthly basis, you can see your progress. And then when you like weigh yourself after a couple months or whatever it is, and you're not happy with that number, if you reflect back on your calendar, you'd be like, yeah, shit, that makes sense because I went out to eat six times in one week, I didn't work out for two, and here I am. Whereas if you stepped on the scale and you were like on average 70 to 90% on each day of completing what you you know, told yourself you would do to improve your health, and you see the number go down or whatever your metric was for improvement, then you'll go, oh yeah, shit, I've been doing really well. And it always almost like reassures that you're doing what you're supposed to do. 
So I'm gonna end it there because I feel like I can be a lot more ranty about this. Um, but yeah, I think we need to kind of give ourselves a little reality check for this kind of stuff, you know? And if we actually take the time to reflect, reevaluate, and review, we won't be in that kind of rut area where we feel helpless and we've tried everything and nothing's working type of scenario. So I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening. Hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. And also hit the show notes because I'm going to add that link so you can sign up to the pre-sale list for my new ebook. That's it for me, you guys. I love you all. Until next time. What is up, my lovely, lovely podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm pumped because it's Wednesday and I don't have a migraine. I'm going to start giving uh, updates to everyone on a weekly basis if I get a migraine on a Wednesday. But really strange, I was fighting one off yesterday on a Tuesday, which hasn't happened in a very, very long time. But anyway, little tangent over. Um, I want to get into this next topic because I was chatting with one of my clients and or some, I can't remember who it was, but we were talking about nutrition and they were telling me that they had a friend that, you know, started some nutrition coaching or something or saw a naturopath and they had to write one of those like food journals. And, you know, I haven't seen this in a long time because most people have been, you know, pretty good, but it's like the person on a five day um, review of what they ate on a daily basis literally didn't eat one vegetable um, barely drank any water like their water consumption came from coffees and teas and barely any protein and then like junk food like you know pops and chips and all the shit that we shouldn't really be eating on a daily basis was primarily their food intake and that same person says the thing that I always bring up on my show which is I eat pretty good like at a certain point like that's just straight up denial right but we also got to understand that this person probably doesn't have the skill set to eat like a full grown adult Right, um, but again, like our environment doesn't support us to succeed in anything to do with nutrition. But sometimes, you know, people will fall into habits, and what I just stated on a daily basis of what this person was eating becomes their normal, and they think that's good. They think that, you know, having a can of pop with their lunch with whatever they decided to order that's around their place of work is good enough. And, but then they're also frustrated that they're not seeing results when they're trying to 
you know, work out. But, you know, there, there has to be some little bit of sacrifice, you know? But really, if you ask someone like, hey, why do you need to always drink pop for your lunch? If you really ask that question to somebody, they won't really give you a good answer to a point where they couldn't even convince themselves because it's a habit. We fall into these routines and ruts with whatever's comfortable, whatever's easier, right? And, you know, I, I get interested in, like, seeing what people, like, buy when they go out to eat. And I'm not judging them. I'm just curious to see, like, what their thought process is to choose a certain food, right? And, like, I remember I was at a store, a grocery store the other day, and um, I was at the self-checkout, and the one of the workers, like, I guess it was on their break or whatever, and she grabbed a couple things to eat. And when I looked over what she was scanning at the self-scan, it was, like, a liter of juice and a chocolate bar. I was like, and it was like five o'clock when I was there, and I was like, okay, so this is either your dinner or like a snack. And, you know, you have this grocery store at your disposal, and there, there's even a section in this grocery store where they have pre made meals, that like where you can get your salads, you can get salads with chicken and whatever other protein like it has all the stuff there to make the choice but the choice of this person was literally a liter of orange juice and a chocolate bar and again no judgment but I'm more curious about you know the moment you got those hunger cues you know I'm going on break what should I eat that's what you went to like I don't think you actually like had a thought in your head you're like oh I'm really craving orange juice and a chocolate bar like it's probably habitual like you probably get some sort of drink at your place of work and some sort of something sweet like a chocolate bar like that's this like the pattern that's the habit right and it could probably alternate between the day like maybe the next day was like a liter or just a can of pop and a donut or something you know what I mean like something like that like I don't think you subconsciously like think that I want juice and I want a chocolate bar like that's not the I don't think that's the case so a lot of times we just fall into patterns and habits because it's easier we're on autopilot we don't even have to think about it it's exactly like how you wake up in the morning you brush your teeth or when you get in the car in the morning to drive to work it's like automatic you don't even think about um you know you crossing an intersection like most of the time it's just you're on autopilot you have no idea if you ran a red light like you just go to and from work. You have no recollection of you driving. It's just like, oh, I'm at work now. Oh, I'm at home now, right? So if we can cut off that whole like autopilot um, mechanism in our brain, we can probably really make good, good choices and that's going to influence a lot. And I think a lot of times it's just like, breaking the pattern breaking the cycle is the hardest part like at that point you don't even have to eat something healthy just like change what it is 
like if you change that whole like I'm gonna have some sort of fruity drink or a pop and something sweet just change like like even if it was like bacon just like eating bacon like it sounds so backwards but just breaking the cycle of like being on autopilot and like physically thinking that okay I'm gonna have bacon where can I get it in the store is it pre-made do I have to heat it up like those kind of things that's gonna break the cycle um, which is like a lot better than just falling into the same pattern because even with a nutrition coach nutritionist naturopathic doctor whatever it is that you're choosing to go down to to um, improve your nutrition like it's going to be very difficult to break that cycle like it's built into our psychology just to fall into autopilot because it's easier for our brain to function um, yeah I, I always find it interesting seeing what people choose to eat and a lot of times it's, it's just an autopilot decision it's not like okay well what do I have available to me what would be a good way to make a complete meal what protein options do I have what vegetables options do I have what drink options do I have and how can I put it all together to make a, a sensible meal we never think like that that's too much work you're going on break from work and you're like fuck like I only got 30 minutes I have to go back to this bullshit I gotta get something in quick right like that's what usually happens so one thought because I kind of came off of what I was originally going to talk about today. Um, going back to that person that barely eats any vegetables or drinks any water is usually the same person um, that I've had in the past as a coach where, you know, they have no skill set for making the right decisions on eating. They don't have the right skill set for you know thinking outside the box how to create meals how to you know troubleshoot if you forgot your lunch or anything like that those are the same people that start worrying about stuff that is way beyond their like skill set so a lot of times um, you know I've had this conversation before where similar type of situation this guy literally drank no water he just drank coffee all day like that's all he did just coffee all the freaking time and I was trying to encourage like hey you know maybe let's focus on just getting like a cup of water first thing in the morning like you know you go brush your teeth go chug some water down and then go off to your day and he's like yeah that's a good thing and then like the next day he was like okay so how many grams of sugar am I allowed to have and I'm like what 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 are you talking about she's like you know I, I don't want to like overdo it on sugar and I'm like okay um, so in my head I'm like you don't eat vegetables you don't drink any water you most of the time miss lunch and then you're starving at dinner and you just eat everything on sight but you are more worried about your sugar consumption okay so it's like priorities like again this is another realization I've had in the past I don't know five years that people think they're way more advanced than they actually are when it comes to nutrition like you need to like lower your expectations you need to lower where you think you're at like no one's perfect no one's perfect I think the only times people are perfect with the nutrition is like literally bodybuilders 
prepping for a show and they're like 12 weeks out. That's where shit is perfect. <laughs> because if you don't do it perfectly, you're gonna not be as lean as you wanna be going on stage. So, a lot of times people need to really, really, you know, have a serious conversation with themselves and realize that most likely wherever they think they're at at nutrition, they're way below it. Way below it. Cuz the one people that are seeking help with nutrition are the ones that are struggling. Right? Like those are the people that have so much more room to grow with creating better eating habits, choices and things like that. So you know, this person thinking that, holy shit, I need to like watch my sugar content, it's true. Like if I got this person to actually track how many grams of sugar, it would be way beyond what, um, you know, what the Canadian or US government or any place in the world recommends for grams per day. Like it would be like, probably around 200 grams of sugar. And I think for a male per day, you're supposed to have like 43 grams. You know, like you drink one can of Pepsi and literally if you look at the um, nutritional facts on it, it's like 44 grams. So you're like done already. So if you ate a piece of fruit, you're fucked, (laughs) right? Or like, that's another one. Like I will literally have people with zero nutritional skills and they will ask me like, okay, so how much fruit should I be eating? Because I don't want to like gain weight from eating fruit. Like, fuck, we, people need to understand you are not going to gain weight from eating fruit. Will you have spike in insulin levels? 100% because it's high in sugar. But to like, like, if you like look at the calories of say watermelon, right? Like you could probably eat an entire watermelon and probably be under 500 calories, no problem. And that's a lot of food to digest. Like the, think about the size of a fucking watermelon. Like you probably wouldn't be able to even finish it, right? And you'd be so freaking full from it, right? Like, think about fruit as kind of like vegetables. Like, it's going to be very, very difficult to overeat calories with vegetables or fruit. So, again, people need to understand that fruit is not going to make you fat. It's overeating and not having balanced meals, looking at your stress levels, drinking enough water, and sleeping. Like, those are the things that you need to look at. Those are the big rocks. Like, focus on the big rocks first. So I'm gonna end it there, because I like to keep these like 15 minutes or less, um, because I could talk about this all day. But if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, Hit me up on Instagram and Facebook, add me. I post a lot of video and photo content. Give me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to my show. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Hit the show notes. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I'm going to continue giving you the best fitness health advice out there. That's it for me, you guys. Thanks for listening.